0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Jumpcast, the podcast from the award-winning team behind Jump Cut Online. My name is Dave Curtis, your host for today's episode, and today I am joined by Jumpcut's own Rhys Bowen-Jones.
1: Hello. Hi, Rhys.
0: And our multimedia manager, Sam Comrie. Hey. And this is the unofficial sequel to our Batman Begins podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we thought this would be fun because... Uh, as you know, I don't know, as you know, I've been doing anniversary specials. I've done Batman Begins, and I've also just forgotten the one I did previously. It was... Gladia. Oh, gla- Thank you, Sam. <laughs> oh, my memory is going, I'm getting old. Uh, and we uh, noticed that this is the 25th anniversary was coming up for this film, and we wanted to chat about it. Uh, we had such a good time and a laugh in the last one. But before we get to that, we're going to get to a bit of two bits of news we want to talk about. Let's start... Let's just quickly start with the cinema situation. Hmm. Okay, lads. Uh, It's been uh, dropped today that Cineworld was meant to open. Is it all cinemas were meant to open on the 4th? 10th of July. All Uh, English
1: cinemas, definitely.
0: Thank you. All English cinemas were meant to be open on 10th of July. Have now been pushed back to the 31st of July, uh, which I'm pretty sure is to the response because two of the biggest draws that were going to be there in July have both been pushed back, Hmm. which is Mulan. And uh, tenant, um, uh, it, this is the right thing to do, right? But this is this is correct because
1: um, I think so, yeah, yeah. Because I'm it might be controversial to say, however, I'm one of the parties that I feel that I will look after myself in the sense I will wear a mask and I will you know do everything I need to do, but I would feel comfortable going to a cinema because a cinema is quite a Easy to social distance kind of place, I think. Hmm. In having been yeah. in a school for the last twelve weeks, like I know the ins and outs of how you social distance in a, that kind of environment. Um, however, I'm also I do understand why people are very hesitant and scared to come back to it. Um, and I think they have definitely Cineworld especially they kind of jumped the gun yeah. um, by reopening so soon. Because I did I did find it so so not suspicious but so odd that within days of cinema saying we're going to reopen, both films got pushed back. And I couldn't work out the timing of either announcement. Um, so I don't know. We're all fly- flying through this by the seat of our pants, you know? It's, a, so. <laughs> it's a very weird situation. Um, and I'm just of the camp that they have, they've opened too soon. However, if you want to go back, go back. If you don't want to go back, don't go back. I don't think we should have any kind
0: of arguments about it. Myself. Absolutely, lot. Um, it's no point arguing about anything like that. No. Yeah, cause some people have, like, recently, like you said, you've been to work. Uh, Sam, you've been to work on public transport recently. I have, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've done a bit of public transport, Central Line and the uh, the Tube in London. So it's about everyone just looking after yourself, really. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Sam? You would you be comfortable to go back at the uh, end of the month? Or I, I'm not
2: opposed to it, but I I think I need to see it in practice first before i make the decision of going back to the cinema That's fair. if i if i see how how they do it and what the kind of operation is of how they're going to make sure everybody's safe i mean i know it's common sense for us to keep ourselves safe but I'll, i want to see how they're doing it not just for us but for the staff as well because mm, it's, yeah. it's it's as much as important about our safety as theirs as well absolutely so i just need to Kind of see it in practice, but but I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed to it. I do miss the cinema. I think everybody does mm. at the minute. So I'm definitely not opposed to seeing it. I Just need to see how it works, basically.
0: Isn't it, Isn't it reported that they're not making people wear masks or PPE or?
2: That's the part that mm. gets on my nerves a bit because I think it should be required. You are sitting in recycled air for two hours or more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: absolutely hundred percent support the fact that customers should also wear. Masks. That yeah. should not be a discussion.
0: It's not like every film's eighty minutes long nowadays. We're talking about *Tenants* going to come out and uh, just, what two and a half hours long, probably least, just, yeah. plus trailers as well. Mm-hmm. Plus trailers. You're looking like a three hour stint in it. exactly in a movie theater. Yeah, I, I just I'm in two minds about it personally. Uh, one, I want to see *Empire Strikes Back* on the big screen because that's what apparently <laughs> they're going to show. And two, but I'm sensible enough and. But other people are stupid, so, you know. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't know. I, I, would Tenant or Mulan been the ones to drag you out? Or would you have waited for a home release or a, hopefully they would have re-released them next year at some point? Tenant would
1: I, get me to the cinema.
3: I'll be honest. <laughs> Straight to
0: <laughs> it. I do really want to watch
2: it. And I think, obviously, the main draw is... It's a Christopher Nolan film. Everybody on the planet, if whether you're really into films or not, you know his name, you know what he's made. It's just one of those things, and I do really want to see it.
0: Yeah. I really want to see it as well, but... I can I can tell, like you both said, I can totally understand people giving it a wide berth. Uh, especially Especially. Um, do you think these films are going to be pushed back again? And if they do, do you think the cinemas will again push there? Uh... More?
2: I don't think they'd push it back again. I think they're already kind of <laughs> the only word to use it is pushing it with audiences <laughs> and studios. And I mean, I read—I don't know if this is true, but I read the report the other day that apparently it's Warner Brothers trying to please Christopher Nolan with no. the release date and not the other way around, which I find is like really odd if like a director has that much power within the studio system, but. Yeah, I think, I think they won't push them back again. I think this is definitely it this time.
0: I bet when this re- we release this podcast, it's changed and we all look like idiots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, new, new Mutants, is that going to get pushed back again because of all of this? Are we oh, going to finally see that apparently film?
1: Apparently, I've read that, that because Tenet and Mulan are both in August now, they're going to move it again, which I, oh. don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the thinking behind it. I just think Does, get it in the cinema. People will see it. Just get it, it on or Disney or Plus. Just yeah. get it, let's put
0: it, let's get it yeah. on there. It's too dark for Disney Plus, isn't it? There's nothing really that Apparently dark it, on there. Is it a
1: fifteen?
0: Apparently.
3: Yeah, it
0: looks the trailers look pretty. Yeah, they
2: do. Dark. If what they can do is they can premiere Tenet on Fortnite and then <laughs> and then the new <laughs> oh, mutants God. can take its spot in the cinema. <laughs>
0: That is the world I want to live have
2: in. Have a virtual cinema on Fortnite where you have to pay to get in. That's the new future that we're going to live in.
0: Sam, did you watch a film on uh, Fortnite the other day?
2: I watched you... the trailer yeah. for Tenet when they did that. I did that too. I was trying to egg Reese into watching The Prestige with me on Fortnite <laughs> just to see what it would be like, but I unfortunately never, we did not do it. I
1: never
3: got into it. I was... so, the trailer for
1: situation it. was absolutely insane. It was. It was really funny. It was. I remember. I do remember the day because wasn't it literally the the day before? It was like it's on Fortnite, guys, get it. updated. Yeah. And then I was like, I shat myself. I was like, <laughs> I've got to get on this game again because I, I I used to love Fortnite. I, I played it a lot when it was you know massive, and I just kind of fell away from it just because other games came out. Um. So I've got nothing against the game at all, and I think as a, a platform, it is. Are very much leading the way in terms of in game live events. You know, they've done it for like for months now and it's amazing. But yeah. I still, I also cannot imagine the audience that was being targeted by showing a tenet complicated time travel thriller to a game that is primarily a teenage, if not a younger audience. Um, I, I didn't really understand the methodology <laughs> behind it. But saying that, I got the game again. I went in it. I watched
2: it. Um, I'll never done. forget playing as John Wick, watching the tenet <laughs> trailer while people were dabbing and throwing tomatoes at <laughs> the screen. Tomatoes, yeah.
0: So, so talk me through this because I've been on. I know what Fortnite is. I've, I have tried playing it. So you can see your character, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. um, and you're looking at your character looking at a, a screen. Yeah. Inception. <laughs>
1: It was honestly, it was like, it was a delicate balancing act of trying to position your character in such a way that didn't block part <laughs> of the screen.
0: Like, it was, was honestly, my...
1: it was so weird.
0: And that was my part of the question. Can you get a good view? Is there other people blocking your See, <laughs> so it
1: It's like going to the cinema. You got to get the best seat. Yeah. Like I sat myself like to the left. So I just filled the screen as much <laughs> as I could to the right hand side of my character. But they were, I was very concerned at one point because some guy appeared on a quad bike or something and he was like, <laughs> riding around in front of me and I was like, if this guy ruins the trailer for me, I'm gonna live it? So it was, it was a very much like going to the cinema with a bunch of teenagers. It was extremely similar to it. Um, My favourite part
2: about the whole thing is that it was Christopher Nolan's idea. I know. I can't believe it. He
1: approached them
2: and was like, you know what? Fortnite's the one, guys.
1: That is absolutely mad. I oh, got
0: this is the man who really, like, triumphs proper cinema and 70 mil and IMAX. and now he's... Fortnite
2: is cinema comfort.
0: <laughs> he must really love the game. That's the only...
2: I can't imagine him playing Fortnite, though. I can't I, honestly, I, imagine I... him sat at home playing
1: Fortnite. No, I, I also, I don't believe the story that he, it was his idea. I just think Epic Games were like, we will pay you 500 <laughs> million pounds if we can yeah. publish the Tenet trailer. And I'm, I'm guessing that's what happened. But it's honestly it's <laughs> hilarious. I don't like the precedent set in the sense that I can imagine there are gonna be lots of films now doing the same thing. Um but then could at least pick Warzone. But then Warzone hasn't hasn't got the facilities to like actually we, well and they could have built the facilities. <laughs> with this update, there's a new cinema area of the map. <laughs> the Coliseum. Here's a, here's a thirty gig update so you can go to the cinema. <laughs>
0: The update's really nuts. Um, do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon more films are going to do stuff like that? Uh, do you reckon Mister well, Certain Schneider or Snyder?
2: Or that... <laughs> I don't Wait. think Zack Snyder will go on Fortnite. No,
0: he would he'll, he'll stay on Vero, wouldn't he? Because that's what he's. Yeah, he would. Yeah. That's, that's the island he's going to die on. Um, which will link us into our next bit of news. See so what <laughs> I did there. Segue, nice. S- smooth. Uh this week also lots of reports about the Flash film, uh, directed by Andy Machete. Is that his name?
3: Yeah.
0: Thank very you. Good. I'll take it. <laughs>
3: uh
0: Director of It One and Two and Mama. Uh, who there is reports that it's gonna be centered around Flashpoint, which I'm gonna ask Sam about in a second, because I got very, very confused. And one day it was uh thomas wayne is going to be in it played by uh jeffrey dean morgan or morgan jeffrey dean or his names are in that thank you in that order somewhere (laughs) Uh, uh, and then the next day uh it was reported that they were gonna have this is bizarre even me saying this michael keaton as batman in another batman film as in in flash sam explain to me how this is
3: happening and why this is happening.
2: (laughs) I can explain Thomas Wayne being in it, because he's in the actual Flashpoint story, but the the whole thing with bringing in the 1989 Batman universe is just a completely different idea that they've clearly... They've just took the kind of time travel launching point of the Flashpoint story and used it as an excuse to kind of open the multiverse. I, I don't know. I'm not sure how they can pull that tone of batman in this universe off and i'm to be honest i'm gonna i'm gonna get it out of the way early i'm i, I don't really want to see michael keaton come back as batman no i
0: i'm just oh, i don't know what to feel about it anymore uh, don't get me wrong i'll
2: watch it i will happily like watch him come back but the actual idea of it i don't gel with that much
0: so what is this storyline of Flashpoint? and if you don't want to know what the storyline of flashpoint is guys you might want to skip the next four minutes <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: the The basic story of flashpoint is is that the flash goes back in time to save his mother from being killed but in doing that he kind of ruptures the kind of space-time continuum and puts in event a new kind of multiverse and in this multiverse it turns out that bruce wayne actually died his father became batman instead and his mother became the joker what? aquaman yep Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at war. Superman is in a test lab, like, being tortured by the government. And Cyborg is now, like, a Superman-tier hero in this universe.
3: Wow. So
2: there's, there's um, a lot of moving pieces.
0: And this is going to fit into the... Where? Where? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I I've got no idea. I don't know what parts of the story they're going to use because it is quite a big scale story to do and for them to do it in the first Flash Solo movie I think is kind of bold in a way. I don't I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's definitely a bold
0: choice. Bold. And this is Ezra, this is Ezra Miller from Yeah, they're not they're not Same changing. Flash. And it's not got nothing to do about the the the, the travel bit that happened in Batman vs Superman the extended edition. No? no,
2: as far as I know from what's been said, it's post Justice League.
0: And it will be the same Gal Gadot? And... I
2: would assume so. I would assume it's all the same cast from the Snyderverse because it'll be the, the, that, that universe that's going to be obviously mixing with the 1989 Batman. Oh,
0: man. Reese, what do you think about all this? Are you just as complex and confused as I am? or
1: um, I'm not I, as. I'm confused about it just because I, on paper,. I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of Keaton's Batman. Anyway, like I think he's good, but he's not the best by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but they. I think I read that they want to make him like the Nick Fury of the new DCU, where he's like the Flash's mentor and that kind of stuff. Which I think that on paper is quite nice, just because Keaton is a very good actor and he would suit that kind of old hero who's retired but he wants to still help, kind of mold. Um, mm. My bigger issue with it um, is that they are going at this in the complete wrong way. Like Sam mentioned there, but this this is meant to be a Flash origin film, and yet it's doing 15,000 things to try to set up this whole new timeline of films, which should not be the case. Like, the Flash as a character, as we've seen him in Justice League, is not a character yet. He's barely a caricature. Like, I couldn't (laughs) tell you anything about who... I don't even know what his name is. Barry Allen is. I couldn't tell you what. I know his dad's in jail. That is yeah. as much I know as but him. I know this whole thing to do with like the speed force and all that kind of stuff. And I just I don't understand his role yet. So the fact mm-hmm. they're trying to shoehorn his own first solo film into a film that's got apparently fifteen thousand different heroes into it is just mental. And it just feels like I think I said this in the group chat a while ago when we were discussing the flashpoint thing. It feels like DC and Warner Brothers have not learned a single lesson from the whole Justice League fiasco. No. no. Which is a shame. That, yeah. like I, I do think there is a solid foundation there because I thought they were actually on the right track in the sense that they had Wonder Woman, they had Aquaman, they had Shazam, and they're going through next. They've got Wonder Woman 84 coming out, hopefully this year. Um, so you, they've actually finally started settling in characters with actual origin stories before they bring them all together again. And they should give Flash a chance to become his own character first before you then shove in all this extra complicated shit. Because it's taking away from who the Flash is. And as someone who was a big fan of the Flash TV show if you, when that was on, back when it started, right now I'm not that bothered about it, but when it started I was like obsessed with the Flash TV show. Mm. I think he's a really, really good character. He's a bit like Spider-Man from, Mar- like, from the DC Universe in the sense that... Yeah. Uh, he's just a he's kid who just kind of happened to have, you know, get involved in an accident. And he's got these superpowers and all to do with it. And he's just learning as he goes. And I think he, that is a really, really nice and relatable character. But DC, so far, they, I, I don't think they get what they want to do without The Flash or their whole series of DC films as a whole. Oh, wow. Is there. <laughs> <laughs> that was my passionate uh, criticism <laughs> of DC as an entity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and I, feel, I agree with every word, to be honest. Uh, uh, but how's this going? The Matt Reeves Batman—that's all—that's uh, by itself, right? We've that's discussed standalone. That, We've discussed that on the last podcast. That's yeah. standalone. Robert Pattinson's not going to enter this this no. world, this universe, isn't it? So let's just completely rule out. Uh, the there must be other Sam. You might be able to tell me other big flash stories that they don't have to go straight to. Give me uh, Gorilla Grodd. Give me Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would watch the
2: shit out of a Gorilla Grodd flash story. <laughs> oh. That would be amazing.
0: Okay, question: Who's Gorilla Grodd?
2: A giant fucking gorilla. He's a talking, what? smart gorilla. Yeah. He's like Bane, but if he were a gorilla.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. There's, there's, lo-
2: there's loads of stories they could do. They could do Terminal Velocity, where he has to fight like multiple speedsters. I just think rushing into like. Like I said in the last podcast, when we were about the Snyder Cut, into like an Infinity War like yeah. style event, mm-hmm. it's too much. I thought with the announcement of the Snyder Cut, they'd got kind of most of the fans back on side, and it seemed like they had like a clear path set forward, like Reese just saying, with Wonder Woman coming out later this year. And then you've got yeah. Shazam that's going to film uh, next year as well, mm-hmm. and Black Adam. And then they've announced this DC fandom thing where it's like pure DC films and games and stuff that they're going to talk about. But now it just seems they're taking like ten steps back, and they're trying to rush everything again. Yeah,
0: and, and this film's already been in development for how many years? What, four, oh. or five? A long
2: time. I mean, at one point it was supposed to be directed by the director of Dope, and it was going to have Cyborg and the Flash and it, they're, like big like buddies in the comics, mm, and it's, it's just changed like so many times. Yeah, well, I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty nothing's... sure that the director of um that Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter film. <laughs> was going to direct this at one point.
0: That is a terrible film, so we can all be grateful that not <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure. I, I I I I totally agree. I think it's got too 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 much too soon. Um, but we probably won't see this film for another two years. No, at least. At least. So this could be about seven years, or whatever it is, since they uh, announced it.
2: And that yeah. and that's the thing as well. If it's another two years, the 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 same apparently that. Keaton is going to be in multiple films, so how he will link back into the main universe is yet to be seen, but I just find it a bit odd that they're trying to turn him into a a staple character when we've already had a Batman in that universe that, unfortunately, we're we're probably not going to get to see again after the Snyder Cut.
0: Are we going to get like a Batman Beyond as an old man? See, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that if it was
1: a separate kind of entity.
0: Guys, are you impressed I know what Batman Beyond was?
1: Be. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Although I've, from what I've gathered, it's just like Logan.
2: Or
0: oh, is it Batman Beyond or Batman Year One? Which one is it?
2: Uh, Batman Year One is when he starts out. It's kind of what the Pattinson film is based on. Oh, okay. Batman Beyond is where Bruce Wayne is a lot older in the future. And he takes on a new person to become Batman called Terry McGuinness. And he has to fight all of <laughs> like, Batman's villains after they, after they have aged as well. It's really interesting.
0: So that's a brilliant name for a CP.
2: Terry McGuinness. Yeah. Would you
1: guys, just as a random aside, do you want to hear the names of directors who have been linked to the Flash Room at one point? Yes. Go on. So you've got, it started off with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Oh. Um, then it came Seth Graham Smith. I'm not sure who that is. Um, then it went to Ray Fukuyama. Famu- oh, Yuwa, yeah. Famu- I apologise for your name. Uh, then it went to um, Robert Zemeckis. Then it went oh, to Matthew Vaughn. Then it went to Sam Raimi. Then it went to Mark Webb off of Spider- Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, right. Then it was given to John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who did Game Night and that kind of stuff. Mm. And now it's Andy Machete.
3: Ridiculous.
2: <sighs> That's passed through so many like good it hands.
0: It has. I wonder if they all had a script of different ideas and stuff. Oh,
2: can you imagine a Robert Zemeckis Flash movie? Oh mate, the guy who did Back to the Future working with a time traveling superhero. Come on!
1: Oh mate, that is that's made me happy. <laughs>
2: oh, can you? Oh, that's that's just made me sad. I want <laughs> to see that
0: movie. So do I. FYI, Man United just scored. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Robert Smekas I don't want to see a Back to the Future four either, Reese. So we no, need. do I. That, We can put that back in the locker. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, All we can do now is wait, to be fair. Probably something else stupid will come out about DC um, and this whole sparkle because I can't keep up. But (laughs) as long as 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 that news keeps coming, guys, we can keep coming back and talking about it. Exactly, (laughs) Because it's quite fun. Uh, Okay, let's get on to our main feature, and holy rusted bucket, Batman. (laughs) We are going to (laughs) talk... We're going to talk at the 25th anniversary... Of Batman Forever, uh, which I was truly loved when I was young. Uh, <laughs> I really did. Uh, it was pro- I think it was the first Batman I ever saw. I was really into it. I watched it again yesterday. And I still love a lot. And I still want to celebrate it. But it's <laughs> made it that little bit tougher. So here we go. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I'm going to drop some uh, bombs. and some Do news. It. Uh, and because you know how I like to do the information bit? I do. Yep. So, Batman Forever was released uh, in and the UK and the US around the same time, to be honest. around Actually, that's a lie. 13th of June, USA was 95. In the UK, it was the 9th of July, UK, uh, 95. Uh, UK number one at the time was Boom 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 by the Out Here Brothers. Do you remember that?
1: Are you going to say, well... <laughs>
0: Yeah, that one. (laughs) Cracking film uh, and song. Sorry, not film. (laughs) Uh, US number one was. I've never heard of it. It Was Have you ever really loved a woman? Brian Brian Adams. Oh, I probably. Apparently, he has. Never heard. No clue. He's Uh, loved a woman. He. he, Yeah. Has he ever really loved a woman?
1: (laughs)
3: <laughs> Have you ever
2: really?
3: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. What was the song he did for um, Robin Hood? Um, oh my god, it's gonna do my editing. Uh, all it. I've it's got tumour. in my head. Like, I'll do. End. That's Meatloaf. No, it's not that.
1: <laughs> it's. Um, I keep thinking it's Aerosmith. It's not Aerosmith. It's everything no, I do. Everything I everything we'll do for you.
0: Everything.
3: Adieu. Yeah, that, uh, are you?
0: That's a good <laughs> show. Uh, okay, it, Batman Forever beat in the UK a film called Beyond Ragoon or Ragon. It knocked that off the box office. No Titan. idea. Never, the never heard of it, mate. Never <laughs> heard of it. And can you guess what knocked Batman Forever off in the UK uh, box office? Oh. I'll give you a clue. Apparently, it was released today. Uh, reese i've seen you comment on it no idea <laughs> no
1: wait what In 95
0: yeah uh God. when recently yeah it was, it was literally like half an hour ago what you call it, yeah you call it like the, the scene was peak of cinema
3: oh power rangers yeah oh
1: no way
0: yeah power rangers the movie
1: <laughs> oh wow what a
0: film well, I feel, I saw that on a, a ferrying crossing between England and France. That's how you want to watch a film. That's
1: such a random God. place to watch Power Rangers. <laughs> no, but as a random aside, ferries that had cinemas was like the best thing in the world back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it was great.
0: Oh, man. It was a five-hour crossing, uh, and I watched Power Rangers. That's how but- we'll contain the virus. We'll watch films at sea. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. I had a guy next to me, this other kid, who really loves the Pink Ranger. I still talk about him most weeks. Who doesn't? He's like, all he yeah, was talk- who doesn't? She was, she was hot, guys. Everyone's uh, I- first crush.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I was, was 10. three, and I knew at the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was true love. <laughs> yeah, I was ten. Sam, how old were you in 95? Say not born uh, I wasn't born yet, mate. Really. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I
3: was
2: born in 96.
0: Bloody hell. Right, well, you've missed some good times there. That was a Uh, random tangent. (laughs) Sounds like it. I've never really learned how to love a woman. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. In the US, right, Batman Forever knocked off. Any guesses?
3: I'll
0: give you a clue. It was a book written by Michael Crichton.
3: Jurassic Park?
0: No, it's the other one about the monkeys. (laughs) Outbreak. No! Congo! Oh, no! Cong- Congo! You never no. seen Congo? Never I've seen never
2: Congo. seen Congo. I can Guys. do the Congo, but I've never seen the Congo. <laughs> you
0: should, you should check out Congo.
2: I'll put it on the list.
0: It's about killer apes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it sounds
0: amazing though. It's got Bruce Campbell right at the beginning. Okay, and...
2: that that's that's winning. But you said right at the beginning, which makes me lose confidence. Yeah,
1: uh, just look for the rest of it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's like you're doing a Mighty Ducks free on me where Emilio Estevez is credited on the poster but he's only in it for five minutes
0: Yeah, that is disappointing, <laughs> I have to say He's also on the front cover of the box, I think that
2: it's, it's, It was crushing the first time I watched that film Crushing
1: yeah. I, I've yeah. never seen it, but I could have sworn he was the coach I could have sworn You've, You've never seen coach.
0: Mighty Ducks? Whoa, whoa, stop the no, podcast I,
1: I've never seen Mighty Ducks though.
0: What? It's on Disney Plus Mighty Ducks 1 and 2 are like proper good cinema I should watch it they're They're 2
2: is like the Rocky four of my, of like hockey movies.
0: <laughs> I got so drunk at uni once I ordered all three of them and without remembering it. And then um, <laughs> they turned up one day uh, and I had to check my, I think Amazon, whatever. And I ordered them at like four o'clock in the morning one day. What
2: apparently. a gift. What a yeah. gift to yourself. To yourself. Br- yeah.
0: Brilliant. Student loan came in. Uh, anyway, back to Batman forever. So it knocked off Congo, which you haven't seen. Can you name the film? Again, I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. That knocked off Batman Forever. It's a Disney film. 95. It's got some singing in it. What, what? Disney film doesn't have singing in it? Well, you know. Is that, like,
1: is that like Aladdin
0: era? Uh, the the hero has animal friends.
2: Hercules.
3: Mm,
0: no. no.
2: The Rescuers 2? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, not Rescuers Down Under. It was What Pope- film? Again, a good film. Ruth, have you seen that film?
1: Yes, I have. I've seen Rescuers no. 1 and 2.
0: Good. Wonderful. Uh, it was Poca- Pocahontas. Ah. Okay. Which is a, a good Cinema thing. was uh,
1: weird in the 90s, guys.
0: Mate, doing research for these kind of thing has opened up a whole new world for me. Uh, <laughs> it's currently... Batman Forever has currently got a 5.4 IMDb rating. Oh, it's too low. Come on. I think on. it's slightly too low. Right, I'd say. Oh, what? <laughs> Come on now. It made... Okay, in the US, it made... About $184 million, which is about $149 million. And worldwide, it made $336 million. Well, say it's actually. million, uh, actually, which is about 273 million uh, pounds sterling worldwide. Mm. Um, it had a reported $100 million budget, which is quite a lot back then.
1: That's a lot for the 90s, yeah.
0: Um, it was nominated for three Oscars. I'm not shooting you. Can no, you...
2: I know one of them is cinematography.
0: One of them is cin- quite right, Sam. Can you name this, the other two?
1: I would guess production
0: design. No. Oh. Sound it's, editing. It's sound. Well, it's best sound and best effects sound edit. Effects oh. edit. Wow. Just a bit pedantic. <laughs> but it did. It, the soundtrack did win a, a Brit award. As it should. There's some bangers on that soundtrack. <laughs> and that's that's where we should start. Seal, Kiss from a Rose. Let's talk about how good that is.
1: Mate, it's a great Great
2: song. music video. Shirtless in front of the bat signal. Amazing. Ba-ba-ba,
0: ba-ba, ba-ba-ba. My brother's
2: wedding song as well. Amazing. Really? Yeah, he he danced his ass off to that song.
0: <laughs> Mate, he's got good taste. I wasn't allowed the, that one. The U2 song as well. Yeah, that's another whole... To be fair, that's one of the best things about this movie is when the credits roll, they have them back to back.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good music video for that as well, animated.
0: Yeah. Um, Who wants to start with the... Sam, we should start with you because I think you're going to be the most glowing reference. Um, (laughs) First if, memories. Do you remember the first time you saw it?
2: I do. Uh, I I remember actually getting the VHS. We'd gone (sighs) to to Matlock and we're in this corner shop and they had it there. And I was like, please bite me. Please bite me. And then they bought it and I got home and watched it with my brother and I was just like, this is this is great. I, I'm too young to understand that it's probably a bit bad, but this is great. And then I remember having a toy of the Batmobile as well and you put batteries in it and it lit up. It was amazing.
0: It's <sighs> my favourite car. Had you seen the other two Batmans by this point? Or... I, I think I'd seen 89
2: because my brother had that. And he just used to show me films that I probably shouldn't have been watching God when I was younger him. anyway. God bless him. Uh, and then I think I saw Returns after Forever at some point.
0: Yeah. And and, and this blew your mind, did it? It's, it um... blew
2: my mind. The music, the running towards the camera with the bobbling head, all of it.
0: Reese, memories. When did you first see it?
1: Um, Once again, after... Uni, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, it was.
3: <laughs> uni was when I
1: discovered how cinema worked. Um, I remember I'd never seen... I was a big fan of like, The Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Um, and I'd never seen the original Batmans. Um, and I'd, I'd never really got into the comics either. So it was, I was very much a Batman novice. I just knew it at the time the Dark Knight was the best one I'd ever seen in my entire life. Hmm. Um, so I, I made myself watch the four live-action films before that from eighty nine onwards. And I remember at the time my friend was like, you've got to watch all four of them and you never know which was the best. And they were adamant that Returns was the best one, which I, after watching it, I disagreed with. I thought Batman 89 was better than Returns. And that caused a bit of a rift between our friendship. Um, <laughs> and then I, then I saw Forever, and I just remember that I found, even found Forever better than Returns, which is probably my hottest Batman take, I think, possible. Um... But I just remember when it came to the Forever, because I absolutely adore Jim Carrey. I think he is incredible, just as any kind of actor. So he was my favourite part about uh, Batman Forever. And yeah. I do remember, I just had a lot of fun with it. And I, I, it was a film that I probably watched at like three in the morning, and I thought, this is actually really fun. Um, but then, like you, I watched it yesterday after work, and the memories were not... As <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> as oh <I> no! <laughs> it's
0: gonna be a celebration, Reese. Oh, I know,
1: I know. It was, uh, it was just, it's, it was not how I remembered it. I remember Jim Carrey is excellent. He is still very good as the Riddler. Oh, so good. I love Edward yeah. Dingmar, I and his version of it. Even though I am excited as anything for Paul dana's Riddler, which is, yeah, theory for Pattinson's film. Um, but I think he's really good and the, bit, and the scene when he becomes uh, Edward Digma when he uh, kills his boss or whatever mm. that was uh, pretty sweet and, I, and I, was, I also like watching it again, I definitely had weird vibes of um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Electro I felt that Jamie Foxx might have taken some inspiration from Edward Digma because I felt like mm. the relationship oh, yeah. between him and um, Bruce Wayne was very similar to him and him and Spider-Man in the um, main Spider-Man 2. But that was what I noticed literally yesterday. Um, but yeah, so I think I do think it is still fun. There is some fun bits in it. And I think even though he's deliberately playing it terribly, Tommy Lee Jones is also quite fun in it. Um, <laughs> Mate, yeah, he didn't want to be there. He did not want to be there at all. <laughs> he's there uh, for the paycheck. He really is. Um, but I, I think my thoughts are generally generally more positive. But it's like... Fifty-one forty-nine. I would say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how hard um, Jim Carrey goes at this. Like, oh, he's full Jim Carrey. Oh, I love it. Because at at this point, it, it, when I was ten, like you, Reese. I was obsessed with Jim Carrey. Yeah. I think we had at this point we had Dumb and Dumber, had Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. which I adored. I dressed up as Ace Ventura for my uh, primary school leaving party. Amazing. Um, uh, yeah, the pictures don't exist, luckily. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this, I think at the end of this year, we had um, Ace Ventura 2 as well. It was, a, it was a great year. But yeah, and I'm Ginger and he's Ginger. So that was cool. <laughs> I just, is it, is, it, is it convincing now? It's, 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 it's over hammy. Uh, I think this is a great film to introduce the kids to. I think this was my first, uh, like I said earlier, this was my first Batman and this is why mm. I love this film. I saw it in the cinema. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. The car, I'm jealous you had a toy. I did not for some reason. <laughs> I can only blame my parents. Just um, to
1: quickly address what we said about this being a good thing to, for kids to um, be introduced to Batman too. Um I thought that as well, because it is, it is much more campy and childish than the first two, the mm. Tim Burton ones are. However, Chase Meridian is potentially <laughs> the horniest character I've ever seen on the <laughs> <laughs> Like I was like watching yesterday, watching it when you're 27 mm-hmm. in lockdown is a different experience watching it when you're 18 in university. Because the entire time, Chase Brilliant is just completely eyeing up Batman, up and head to toe. And you know, she cannot take her eyes off him. And it's just like, it is so sexually charged, their first interaction, <laughs> uh, that it became like an obsession. Uh, but yeah so I'm not sure they probably wouldn't understand the sexual undertones of that conversation
0: well I can tell I can tell you now I was 10 uh, (laughs) (laughs) and yes that was an awakening between that between that and uh, Cameron Diaz in the mask oh uh, oh yeah yeah get that you don't know what was going on your little body (laughs) was just just shaking (laughs) (laughs) but I totally agree with you mostly she spends most of this film in just what she looks like lingerie lingerie basically yeah every scene, even when she's just hanging around the office. It's... When
1: she's doing a job, yeah, she's just wearing next to nothing.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: And she puts herself out there, Rhys. Um... <laughs> she,
2: no. she turns the bat signal on to let Batman know she's DTF. <laughs> <laughs> And then Batman arrives and, and she's like, you know what? I like this other guy. And then he turns around and he does that smile that's now become a gift. And it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: It is amazing. It is. It is amazing. Uh, can we talk about the costume and the nipples? Because we're going to have to talk about Joe Schumacher, who uh, sadly passed away the other day. Uh, he was a great filmmaker. I, um... He really was. I think he was given a brief for these films, and he he went to town. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. the, it's exactly the film he wanted to make. So, and God bless him for it, because I, I think it brought a different, some more fans to the uh, to the franchise. Uh, I do have a question, uh, Sam. You just is okay. this is this linked? Is this meant to be the same Batman as the Michael Keaton one?
2: It is. So originally. Um, Tim Burton was going to do a third movie and I believe it was going to have Billy Dee Williams' Two-Face in it, Yeah, so yeah. that's why oh. Tommy Lee Jones is in it instead um, and then I think they were going to bring Marlon Williams' Robin into it <laughs> as well, because there's concept art of that exist. and they did actually pay Marlon Williams uh, for the role and they'd already paid him and everything but by the time they got around to changing it and Tim Burton had left, they were just like, basically you're not in it but we'll still pay you so, getting paid for a film you didn't get to shoot is a weird mm. situation. That is the B- and then Billy
0: Dee B- 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 Williams that... got paid as well, didn't he? Twice. He did. He did. Yeah. He got paid. <laughs> and then... I can see now why the budget was a hundred million if they're
3: just paying <laughs> out. <laughs> and then when Willy they started Nilly.
2: changing the tone of the film because they thought returns was like super dark, and and to be fair, it is quite a dark film. It is dark but, film. But when they decided to change the tone to be a bit more kind of kid friendly and a bit more kind of merchandise friendly, oh, I think that's way. when Michael Keaton was like, you know, what, the, sim- the film that I signed on for kind
0: of thing. Because this is produced by Tim Burton, but I don't think he did much producing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think no. there's a lot of his input. I think there's definitely input in kind of maybe the aesthetics, but it is more of a heightened aesthetic that Joel Schumacher goes for.
0: The, the greens and the, the colours.
2: Mm. I, I think this film definitely inspired kind of the look of the animated show.
0: Okay. See that? Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. I, which, I, I, which animated show? Because there's a lot of them now. The the, the animated uh, series, the,
2: the good the, one. The the Batman deanimated series, the good one. Yeah. I Obviously, do. there's a lot of Tim Burton in there, but I do think the kind of aesthetic of the city and stuff in that show is it takes a bit of influence from Batman Forever.
0: Well, this was the one of the movies that you know why we have toys from movies. Uh, it's not mm. so much so much nowadays, but I remember Jurassic Park did massive a toy drive. Uh, I, uh, we're which about Hook. I don't know, guys. You don't remember the oh. Hook toys? They were cool. I do remember the Hook toys. Hook. Um, uh, obviously Power Rangers very big. Mm. Uh, Last Action Hero. Oh, surprising. I've
2: got. I, I have a Jack Slater figure that has crack chop action.
0: See, <laughs> and the Batman figures in this these films. massive. Yeah, there was toys.
2: tons of variants. I've got one of them still somewhere where he's in like the suit from the end, the silver and like navy blue one. I've got that one somewhere.
0: I'm wicked. Very jealous. Uh, let's get back to the <laughs> let's get back to the nipples. So nipples, <laughs> nipples on the suit. Who's Are the choice nipples for the... forever. Yeah, yeah. I don't think
2: they're Shit. that bad in this film, to be no, honest. I, I they're not quite George Clooney kind of nipples. No, they're not.
0: No, um, because I think in Clooney's one they actually were a different colour, so they were really prominent. They're like silver, um, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but in this one there there is no. Uh, and somehow we have to talk about when Robin gets a codpiece in his suit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, Batman, whose choice was the. Was that, that was Joel Schumacher's, wasn't it?
2: I think that's definitely a, a Schumacher choice. But I, as I said, I don't think it's that bad in this movie. I actually quite like the bat suit in this movie.
0: The bat it's suit's cool. cool. And Val Kilmer's got a great chin. He does. He's got a he, good chin. He's a great. I think he's a good Batman. He's a ru- I, I think
2: he's a good Batman. He's a, he's a rubbish a,
0: Bruce Wayne. Yes. See, I,
2: I, I thought he was okay as Bruce Wayne. No, he's not the flamboyant. I just don't think he gets enough chance to kind of play it out.
1: Well, I, it, I, can, I agree with you there. but It didn't feel like he, was, he, he knew what he was doing at Bruce Wayne. Because there
2: is a lot of stuff cut out of this film.
0: Yeah, I've really seen
1: that, yeah.
2: Uh, because it was talk... supposed to be a lot darker.
0: Are we going to talk about the Red Diary that, that he spoke about most of the film and then he's having visions of it and then they never mention it again? <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether that's
2: part of it, but apparently the film originally opened with Two-Face escaping Arkham and it was really dark and bloody. Oh... Uh.
0: That would have been. And good. then there's
2: there's a scene, it's a bit kind of fantastical, but there's a scene that they cut out where Batman is in the bat cave and he kind of like imagines himself like facing like a giant bat and it reminds him of why like why he took up the mantle kind of thing. Because he's having like a, they were, I think they were supposed to have like a storyline where he's having kind of like a crisis of why he is Batman, but it kind of got removed in favor of like the Robin plot. Oh, the
1: Robin plot. Oh, the Robin plot, man. Uh, hey I... Robin
2: doing the laundry in this
0: film
3: coolest oh shit you ever fucking God. seen <laughs> my guy
0: has anyone done the laundry like that uh, no absolutely not chops and karate kicks and
2: <sighs> you know That's... you have you know you've secretly tried to do it
0: oh well I've well I've not secretly I've tried to do it and I <laughs> failed miserably broke my
1: wrist mate, when I did that
0: so <laughs> so we got Kilmer we got Chris O'Donnell uh, mm. oh. which
2: yeah. I don't think he's that bad. How
0: old is he meant to be? Because he i think it's
2: supposed to be like mid twenties. Yeah.
0: But he's getting adopted, so why is he Isn't he? Get adopted. No, that's his, his that's his family that, that dies. I know his here? family dies. I'm not but then the Bruce. Oh, way... do you mean Bruce adopted yeah. him? Yeah. I thought he was meant to be like sixteen. I was like, This is not a good casting. I don't I don't know
2: whether the dynamic in, in this film is whether that he adopts him. I think it's more that he just takes him under his wing.
0: Mm. No Phys- pun intended. Yeah, physically and historically. <laughs> uh, I I can I, I haven't got much positive things to say about Chris Donald as a Chris. The weirder dynamic,
2: if if you want to talk about, it is in the next film when you have Batgirl arrive and she's like way older than Robin and everyone, but they dress up as a schoolgirl mm. to come visit Alfred. That's that's some weird stuff there. That's
1: much more problematic. The
0: Again, theater. awakening. Uh, let's. <laughs> Let's get to Batman. We could do that one after this is successful podcasting.
1: Batman, uh, <laughs> Robin, oh my god!
0: <laughs> I would really uh, fail to find cool anything. Cool buddy, find anything good about that? Um, so Chris you said you enjoyed him. Why did you enjoy him, Sam?
2: I just think he's kind of got that like charisma and wit that a young Robin should have. I think he's got that kind of naive sense about him. And I don't I don't mind the kind of dynamic between them. I really like the scene, codpiece and all, when they do team up at the end when, he's, when Batman's God. like, no, not a friend, partners. And then they shake <laughs> and then they get in the ships and it's cool. But it is, it's cool. This this film is like what I describe Mission Impossible 2 as the coolest movie you'll ever see when you're nine years old.
0: I totally agree with you. 100%. That the, the back, that the the boat was cool. The back wing was cool. It's a shame they both laughed about thirty seconds because yeah,
2: they get destroyed mid air. <laughs> and Robin is
0: absolutely useless in everything he does. He gets... During
2: a game of real life battleship.
0: Oh god! <laughs> Again, it, I I like it. I like it. I keep telling myself, Reese, you're making me feel like I don't like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just with Chris O'Donnell in that regard. I just. It's not even like the character is not a bad thing. I just think he's a crap actor. No offense to the guy, if he's this one. <laughs> but I just like I'm not he's, a fan. He's of... raking
2: in that CSI money. It's okay. Yeah, I've just. Oh yeah,
0: with Elle Courgette, right? Mm. Something like that. Yeah,
1: I'm just. I. I wasn't. I've never been into Chris O'Donnell as an actor, both in Forever and and Robin.
0: Come on, Three Musketeers was good. Pretty yes, good movie. I never
2: saw Pretty it. good movie.
0: You've never seen it? It's great. No.
2: Oh, Reese man! It's, it's got Tim Swash, C- swash Buckling fun.
0: Tim Curry is a bad guy. Hundred percent worth the time.
2: Do you, I do like Tim Curry.
0: Yep. It's got Charlie Sheen, and Oliver Platt. Hmm. I try. There's another one.
2: Isn't Keith Sutherland in it?
0: That's the other one. That's the yep. <laughs> there's the other. There's the other Musketeer. That's the other one. It's great. It's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely worth your time. But yeah, he's he's not doing much, and he he's didn't. Not. Uh, did you like the Robin suit?
1: It was comics Is this... appropriate, and I will leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I don't mind it. I think the material they use for it isn't great. I think it works for the Batman suit. I'm not sure if it works. Mm for the robin suit cuz he has like the kind of Adam West type robin suit early on in the movie. He does. I think I think if they just did kind of like an, an update of that it would have been fine, but yeah. I'm not sure whether it works for him. Although there's that really cool shot when he's like stood on the island overlooking Two-Face and he looks badass. So I'll let him off for that one scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. I suppose so. Do you like the uh, would do cuz you're a Batman fan. Sam is is this your is this um how what I'm trying to say is is this comic-wise pretty good, as in, this is how they Dick Grayson gets to be Robin? Or is, uh, it, is this completely bullshit?
2: Some of it's right. Some of it is a bit bullshit. Some of it's kind of tweaked for the film, as most things are. Mm-hmm. But um I, um, I think things could have been a bit better for the first kind of on-screen interpretation of Robin. But like I said, I, I like Chris O'Donnell enough that he kind of gets away with it.
0: Bless.
1: I think Less he's, he's a better Robin instruction than the Dark Rises tried. I'll give it that.
2: What should, you should use your legal name. I like that.
1: Robin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> do
2: you get it? Do you get it,
3: Reese?
1: <laughs> his name's not Robin. <laughs> Reese, do you get
0: it? I don't think you get it. Ah. <laughs> uh. I would have quite liked to see him as Robin, but yeah. We're yeah, obvious. I think he
1: would have been a good Robin, but his name's do, not fucking Robin. Do, do you get the last shot, Reese?
2: Do you get it? He rises. The movie's <laughs> called The Dark Knight Rises. Do you get it? Do you get it?
1: <laughs> I do. If f- I explained it eight years later. I get it
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, do you feel like we're losing it? A little um, bit, yeah. <laughs> this is I, what
2: Batman movies do to
0: us. I think <laughs> this is what Tommy Lee Jones does to us. Is, uh, Oh As man, t- uh, Harvey Two faced uh, Today, watching about yesterday, I-, I picked up on how many times he says "we" <laughs> or "us."
3: Um, My
2: favourite thing about Tommy Lee Jones in this film is that when you see the news clipping like thing of him getting poured with acid, is that Batman is just a person sat in the stand in the court, like doing <laughs> nothing. He's just sat with the other witnesses.
3: <laughs> He's
2: in full costume, sat in court. <laughs> And then he just leaps to save him, like he could have preempted it at any time.
3: (laughs) (sighs)
0: Jesus. Also, that scene, he doesn't really cover his face very well. No, he uses
2: a newspaper, like, that's going to protect him from acid.
0: (laughs) 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 Prosthetics-wise... It's him? questionable. It looks it's like a, pretty it looks questionable.
1: Like
2: a birthmark. Uh... <laughs> Why did it turn in purple? Oh, yeah. Is what I want to know. Well, like,
0: is I, that
2: the... I know they kind of run with that in like the comics and stuff in the nineties, but it looks pretty silly. Yeah.
0: How do they? Jim Carrey
2: told... looks good as the Riddler. He he can pull off. That. He does. He does. Mate, but...
0: they are tight costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that reveals everything. It's yeah.
2: very convenient that his mannequin that he had the suit on was an exact fit for him when he started to become the Riddler.
0: I, I, it's the, it's the costume at the end. His, uh, his diamond-studded onesie, mm. which, which is my <laughs> what, number. Which, one Which
2: onesie? The onesie, the normal one, or the sequin diamond onesie the, that he gets near the end?
0: Yeah, that one. That one. That's my favourite <laughs> one. And I, I keep questioning Don't how he. do ke- kill him. He is batshit crazy. Um, Completely mental. Is it? Did he go too far, Jim Carrey? Too for you? No. I think
2: he didn't go far enough. Wow.
0: <laughs> I
1: think he was the only one that understood what Schumacher wanted properly. Because yeah. Because I think I think Val Kilmer just played a bit too straight um, compared to everything yeah. that's happening around him. He's in or a is movie. the same
2: year Val Kilmer was in. Heat?
1: yeah <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> um, and Ed Ed what well, Ed was uh, Jim Carrey is going. Full beans, which I hundred percent respect. But then, so I guess so is Tommy Lee <laughs> Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is hamming up to the extreme.
0: Tommy Lee um, Jones is is I can't even. Yeah, this is I've never seen anything like it from Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I didn't even know the man could smile. Uh, <laughs> and and then in this, it's just it's bizarre most it of is. it. Bruce really
2: mentioned it earlier, but the scene where Edward Nygma kind of uh, kills his boss is like one of my favorite bits in this movie me and my brother still quote this like random dialogue from that scene it's like what do we got for him Johnny oh, I'm yeah. feeding off your brain <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got a lot of good stuff I like when he's blowing up the um the bat cave yeah uh, so, some of that the baseball stuff is so good <laughs>
2: like when they're interviewing him on the news the next day after his boss and he's got like the envelope that he pulls out and he's like
3: it's just too painful <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like I underestimated how much Sam loves Batman forever.
2: Well,
3: that's There's why just like, so, so many good bits out.
1: in it.
2: There's like, there's like the other bit as well where the, the, it's like the montage of them doing crime. And he's like, hey, teach me how to punch a guy. <laughs> so
3: good.
0: <laughs> I used to quote that quite a lot when I was little.
3: You brought your fist up.
0: Talk-
2: here's a good one.
0: No, here's a good one. Guys, everyone who's listening is nodding. And going, I know that scene. I know, <laughs> I know that scene. There's uh, so, there's so many good bits, and he's in most of them. He is. This, I think, what
2: we're trying to say is that Jim Carrey the best thing about Batman Forever. Oh,
1: 100, the best thing about
0: Batman Forever. 100. Uh, I do. Mm. I, I tell you what scene, Reese. We're gonna have to talk about the beginning because I know how much you love it. Um, <laughs> I well, before before I saw this, uh, when I was ten. I used to walk to school with this kid, and he had seen it like, must have been the weekend before me. And he told me about the beginning, literally everything that happened. And to me, it was the coolest thing ever, and I couldn't wait to see it. And it did not let me down when I saw it. I was like, and it gets in the acid, and it gets inside it, and then it gets towed away by a helicopter. And I was like, this is amazing. I can't wait to see this. <laughs>
1: it's just like, it was Batman would never fall for that. Like, that was so obviously a trap. <laughs> And like, and yet he blatantly <laughs> steps into a safe without any looking checker behind it. It's a like, trap! Oh my god!
3: It's boiling yes! <laughs> That's, That's my like, uh... I
1: also, I also questioned. I, I know it's a comic book film, but the <laughs> physics of how he, like, he back grappled the, the <laughs> safe perfectly back into the hole that it would came out from. I'm like, what? I'm sorry.
2: You see, Bruce Wayne's just a ma- mathematical genius and he, he worked out the exact
1: trajectory that. of what he yeah, should shoot the grapple hook at. The angles, he just smashed it.
0: I don't think the helicopter would be able to lift it. And how, how does the helicopter then go fly through the eye thing and not blow up? I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> but I'll tell, tell you what I do
2: like about the scene and the movie actually. I like the scar quite a bit. Yeah. I think good. Elliot Goldenfall scores really good.
0: Mm. It's very Batman-y. I didn't... Yeah. Mm. So this wasn't Danny Elfman who did the previous No.
2: Because it established that new theme as well. That plays in. It's like... And it returns in the next movie, which is not as good. Nah. Did you like the look of Gotham? I thought the look of Gotham was really cool in this movie. Yeah, I, I thought... kind of like that kind of cyberpunk look of it.
1: Yeah. Cyberpunk is going to describe it. It was like a futuristic-y... And it was... It, it looked better than it did in Batman and Robin. Even though it's like basically the same thing. Um but yeah, it did look better. I think that that's probably why the cinematography looked so good, was that it had a very good set to work around. Mm. Yeah. You know?
2: It, it felt like there was very distinct parts of Gotham White like when yeah. Robin takes the Batmobile and he ends up in like that gang neighborhood. Mm. Wicked scene. It, it,
0: yeah. That's not Batman, that's Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah, I so that was a really well shot and for out scene with the uh, the mm. ultraviolet lights and mm. i, I could see that something like in the batman games later on i'm pretty sure mm. that's that's happened yeah. somewhere else it's a shame it's got chris o'donnell doing it in it but <laughs> <laughs> but then oh shit i've just remembered this is the
2: batman movie where the batmobile can drive up walls uh, yeah, i was going to bring
0: it up it's the best bit
2: <laughs> i completely that. forgot about that
0: it's fucking ace, and how he looks over and just people are
2: looking. So at much him. stuff happens in this movie. He drives up the wall. It's... He survives a, a massive fire explosion with his cape that can wrap his body to be immersive, like impervious from heat, which is incredible.
0: It is incredible. You get the bomb bit in the circus. That's quite dark. I mean, that bit is very dark.
2: Yeah, it's very, very dark.
3: Jesus, I forgot how dark
2: that is. Although bit. Val Kilmer makes me laugh though, and it's like,
3: Harvey, oh. I'm Batman! <laughs> <laughs>
1: And also, like, it's weirdly like Adam Westy. Like, the bomb that he has is like this clearly you know, circular, ball-shaped bomb he just like chucks into the sea. And I'm like, jeez.
2: I-, I like how we don't question that Robin has the strength to pull that <laughs> giant-ass bomb up through the stadium.
1: Oh, be- I mean, to be fair, he's, um, he does trapeze, is not he? That does take quite a lot of upper body strength. So I actually, yeah, but not I to carry a that. huge atomic bomb. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got he's got to be strong enough to launch a person from one person <laughs> to another. So I mean, oh, I'll give a pass for that bomb carrying. It's just the fact that the bomb was looked like a shit bomb rather than anything else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it was uh, it was lucky it was round and it rolled down the side of the building into the water. I mean, yeah, that, that's very convenient.
1: I mean, yeah, it was the longest one second I've ever seen on film. Because it bounces <laughs> about four times in
0: one second, but yeah. Do you want to hear some other examples of who nearly played Robin? Go on. Go on. Okay. Michael Jackson. No. No. Apparently, yeah, Shumyaka stated that Michael Jabs Jackson, Japson. Jackson, lobbied <laughs> hard for the role but was turned down before Jim Carrey was cast. Other actors considered it was what, John Malkovich. Uh, Kelsey Grammar. The
1: Riddler, then, rather than Robin.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry, Riddler. <laughs> I am going to
2: say, <laughs> Michael Jackson is Robin. <laughs> hey, Batman.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, that's somewhere else. DiCaprio was nearly Robin. Matt Damon, Christian Bale, apparently, as well. Oh, that's not really... that's that, that. All of them would have been good, but they apparently...
1: DiCaprio would have been a great Robin, I
0: think. Mm. He passed on it after meeting with Schumacher, apparently. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, so Riddler, uh, sorry, was Michael Jackson, which would have been a completely different so movie. So
1: different, yeah. C-
0: could you imagine it? John Malkovich, <laughs> which would have been quite good. I reckon I like I'm John, like John Malkovich
1: as an idea, that, yeah.
0: Uh, Kelsey Grammer, uh, Steve oh. Martin was considered. <gasps> oh, Steve wow. Martin would have been
1: sick as
2: Riddler. Holy shit, that yeah. would have been awesome.
0: And apparently, Mark, Mark Hamill was going to get the role, but he had to turn it down by contract because of contract issues. Uh, Which is really, yeah. So did he? But play in Junker a way, it's after? a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, and originally, uh, when it was Michael Keaton, apparently, uh, Chase Meridian was gonna be Reni Russo. Um, oh. Oh, I can vibe with that. Yeah, she's another good-looking woman. Um, <laughs> but yeah, once they got they got rid of him and got Val Kilmer, they apparently they needed someone younger. Which I'm not quite sure how the oh, way... Steve it. Martin is the Riddle. Of the holes. You're still there, that's, aren't you? That's a great pick, that is. Wasn't Robin Williams
2: in contention for this he, at one point? He,
0: he was, but he was also meant to be in consideration for the, the Joker in the original one. Oh. And he was made Oh like, my he, god. He was made a, made of a, a bit of a patsy to get Nicholson to take the part, apparently. Oh so he was very um iffy. He didn't really want to work for Warner Brothers. Anymore. What could have been?
1: That, that's worse than Steve Myers. Really, of me, Robin Williams as the Joker would have been absolutely sensational.
0: Yeah, but Jack Nicholson.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, great. he's a very yeah, good Joker. Yeah, he's, he's really good. But, but Williams, just imagine Robin
0: Williams in that role. Yeah. So I read you some of the people that consider it to be Batman. Yeah, go for it. Go okay. Some of these are quite odd as well. So we got Ethan Hawke. Yeah. William Baldwin. Can... So
3: that is.
0: Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Kane. Oh,
3: Dean Cain. Really?
0: Tom Hanks. (laughs) Yes, I would have watched that. I would have watched that so hard. That
1: would have been the most wholesome Batman of all time.
0: (laughs) This one's pretty cool, and I'd like to see it now, as as in like a Batman Beyond one. Kurt Russell. Oh! Oh. That's Uh, a good one. Daniel Day-Lewis, Ray Fiennes, Johnny Depp, and Mel Gibson were also... uh, I'm not quite sure how close any of them got, but... I'm, Russell, I, I'm, guessing Batman, it, yeah, shit. I'm guessing it's quite a hot property, you know, being Batman's quite a, quite a thing.
1: But then mm. I was looking at this the fact that they went so quickly from Keaton to Kilmer to Clooney is so different to today in yeah. the sense that like Robert Pattinson now, he signed up for three Batman films mm. um, I cannot see a situation where they will replace Pattinson by film number two in the trilogy like he is in it or he's not like, he's either in the trilogy, or the trilogy will not happen. Yeah. You know? Whereas the 90s was just, like, a free-for-all. If you want to be Batman, apply for it, it might happen. That yeah, you know? was another
0: time. <laughs> I think George Clooney was assigned on to do more than one. He was meant to do one after. Yeah, I heard that, actually. Yeah. Ba- Batman Triumphant or something, which is a Yeah, r- the story rubbish... that
2: sounded quite cool.
0: Yeah, but the, the name's rubbish.
2: <laughs> it was supposed to have, like, Scarecrow and Harley Quinn in it, and I'm pretty sure Liam Neeson was supposed to be the Scarecrow. <sighs> God, blind
1: me!
0: Again, we're going off topic. <laughs>
1: it's just—it's all good. It's all Batman. It's
0: all quality. We really want to talk about Batman and Robin, but we'll save that for the uh, for another time. <laughs> oh,
2: I have got—I've got, I've got some thoughts on Batman and Robin, and they're not good.
0: I haven't watched that, but I, after seeing Batman Forever again, I'm a little but bit. But I afraid. will
2: say it is a highly entertaining film for all the wrong reasons.
0: I don't know if it is
2: Sam. Not... <laughs> he has a—he has a Batman credit card, Dave. Oh God. do you have a do you have a Batman credit
1: card? That has a sound no. effect when he pulls it out. That's the best bit.
2: But talking about cheesy your f- horrible
0: stuff, Reese, do you want to talk about the horrible dialogue you really don't like in this film? Huh? In like, oh, <laughs> the,
1: the first line. <laughs> the, first the very line is... first line of Batman Forever. When it's like it starts off with the the theme plays, you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then it shows him suiting up and you're like, Alright, I've got the Batmobile. I'm into this, yeah, I've got it. Bit of bat butt. And then yeah, I'd love a bit of bit of bat caboose. Um <laughs> and then Alfred is like, Do you want dinner, mate? And Batman is like, <laughs> I'll get drive through mate. It's fine.
3: I'm just like,
2: I w- I'd rather um... Alfred said, "Do you want dinner, mate? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want this like Yorkshire Alfred in Batman now. <laughs> I mean, dinner, mate. It's just that set the tone for me because I forgot that line existed. Um, and it, I've realised, oh god, that's what kind of film it is. It is a film that is much cheesier than I remember. Mm. It is much more. Kids-friendly than I remember, apart from the sexual se- parts of it. <laughs> that, which I'm not touching it.
0: That was for the adults, I guess. Yeah. God, please, Dad, somehow. That was for the
1: mums and dads in the audience. It yeah. felt like it was, I, I realised that the whole point of the Schumacher, that film anyway, was to kind of make it a more family-friendly audience and it had more of a comics vibe when you had more one-liners and stuff. But mm. a drive-through joke in the first five seconds of Batman Forever is. The bold way to write your character. I'll say that much. It's
2: hungry work being Batman, dude. <laughs> maybe yeah.
1: he maybe wanted to hack me with his own. Batman.
2: Why would he want drive for anyway? You see that burger that Alfred makes for Robin after he like yeah. stays. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah,
2: that's well, a stacked
0: burger. <laughs> he convinces Robin to stay. Sorry, Dick Grayson won't be exactly. Is. Yeah, <laughs> he looks at the bike. He thinks, "Yeah, I'm up for this." <laughs> um. Yeah. Th- 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 I don't remember any of the, that kind of dialogue in the original and the Batman, like not '89 or Returns.
1: No, um,
2: I, f- I think it's there, but it's not quite as like over the top. Well,
1: it's like there's even there's some of it in the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Like the pit, the the one that I always think of is the bit when he's talking to Catwoman, and he turns around and she vanishes, and he's like, "So that's what it feels like," or whatever he says. And I'm like, "That's yeah, a yeah, nice yeah. little kind of Batman yeah, comic line." Right.
0: Well, I'd maybe just I can't sell it, like we said. No. He can't. He's not very good at being Bruce Wayne. So no, let's not. let's quickly rank off Bruce Wayne's, not Batman's. Bruce okay. Wayne's, Bruce, you, Waynes. Ba- Bruce Wayne's. Okay. So who wants to go first?
1: Sam,
2: you
0: go, me. Oh, there we go. Uh, okay. So here
1: we go. I'm
2: going to Ben Affleck again. Really? Yes. I think you see enough of him in Batman vs Superman because it's mostly Bruce Wayne in that movie, and he's Batman, that you get a good feel for him. And I do like his kind of more detective Bruce Wayne.
1: That's a, good,
2: that's a fair point. Uh, after that, I would probably say Christian Bale. I, but I think Christian Bale specifically in Batman Begins Yeah. than, I mean, than I mean. the other two. Uh, then after that, I, I'd probably say Keaton. Then... Then Kilmer, then Clooney, uh, and yeah, that's it. That's it for
1: film Batman.
0: Okay, I've just worked my, I've worked mine out. Okay,
1: I think I would go. Bale is the best for me of both. Yeah. Um, and Affleck, I think Affleck is very good, um, as both Bowen and Bruce Wayne. And I think yeah, I now you've said he's in it as Bruce Wayne a lot. I didn't realize that actually, but he. He's Bruce Wayne more than Batman in Batman vs Superman. Mm. Whereas yeah, I think Bale by film two and three becomes Batman more than he is Bruce Wayne. Um, so yeah, I would probably say Bale, Affleck. And then Curveball, Clooney. Oh. Because like he has that playboy, I will shag anything that moves. You know, you know what? I, I see that. I respect yeah. that. Mm. Like, he doesn't have like the suave, rich billionaire thing down very well. He looks a bit scruff. But he does have the hot... The, idea of i have money and women will have sex with me Money like, <laughs> he
2: wears turtlenecks. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: That's what um, and then i would go for keaton then
0: kilmer <sighs> okay, yeah good top five okay mine's a little bit similar to yours really so it's number one bale he's yeah. the best uh number two i I'd go keaton man Ooh, mm-hmm. i just uh, uh three Affleck. uh yep. For Clooney, just because he's got he's got the charm about him, yeah, he does. He, he oozes charisma even in a horrible film. And then yeah, Kilmer number five, um, just because he dispa- he plays Batman and Bruce Wayne pretty much exactly the same. He does. <laughs> there's there's no. You could tell like you could look at him and go, "You're Batman. You talk hmm. just like Batman." There's, <laughs> yeah. there's no difference. I'm not quite sure how she didn't fall for it. Uh, <laughs> No, he wears glasses when he's
2: Bruce Wayne. Do you not notice this day? He wears glasses and he wears like nice he's suits.
1: Clever as Bruce Wayne and he's not as bad. Yeah. We
2: have to we have to know he's clever because he sits at his computer desk <laughs> that then turns into a huge roller coaster ride and takes him to the Batcave. Oh that is that, that is amazing. That bit's really Somehow funny. it takes him from Wayne Enterprises to the other side of Gotham City to the Batcave.
0: Does that it... mean he's got like tubes everywhere? And nobody's
2: yeah. noticed when they've been doing construction in Gotham City that there's this huge tube line that runs all the way from Wayne Industries <laughs> I to did, Bruce Wayne's house. I did
1: think it was really long, but then I realized he was in his office rather than in his house. Um, <laughs> but then I do remember when I watched it yesterday, I def- he definitely whacks his head on his tube when he falls down into it. Like, he gets on his chair, and his chair fall- like, opens and slides down it. And when he gets into the tube, he bangs his head right on the tube wall Oof. as he slides down. I'm sure he does. Oof.
0: But he's, he's Batman. he took it like a man because he's Batman. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then he, but then he comes out of a coffin that like sparks for some reason when it. Opens why, the door I, I think it sparks it's pretty cool. because it's
0: it's been going so quick. <laughs> I think that's why I try because I thought the same as you. I thought why is it sparking? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that bit. But maybe it's the uh, pressure or tension, whatever it's called. Um, mm-hmm. To uh, I don't know. I don't know why he comes out in a coffin, Reese. I, I, that's no. all I've. That's all I got.
1: You'd think, like, for all the technology and money he's got, he could make it a bit more comfortable of a journey for himself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I question a lot about this movie. I still have a lot of fun watching it. Um, yeah. I, there's a bit when Two-Face rolls his little car out out in front of him, not a car, a <coughs> trolley, mm. and he stops and does the whole side bit, which is really cool, by the way. Yeah. Well, why doesn't he just run him over? Because he doesn't
3: kill people. He doesn't people.
2: kill, no. Except yeah. when he does kill people. This Batman doesn't kill. Um, I'm pretty... Except when he does kill. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure he kills in this one, right? I'm pretty sure
2: there's a few henchmen maimed, very unfortunately, in this movie.
1: Ah, maim isn't death.
2: Burnt
0: alive in the bottom.
2: Hey, of if the... you don't see them die on screen, exactly. then it didn't happen. Exactly.
0: Did, did Two-Face die?
2: Two-Face, I'm pretty sure he yeah, died. He, he, died. He, he, he fell like... 30-40 feet and then drowned
1: mm.
0: and also Batman does that intentionally he does he yeah, confuses that's, that's him to make him way, fall yeah. to his death yeah
1: that's fair
0: I did think for a minute he was going to let those scuba divers drown um, <laughs> but then he hooks them up Still, <laughs> in. they're just doing a job man
2: St- they're just, still they're in just, in just in diving
0: <laughs> they might not even be part of the crew the bad guys you
2: can't kill the working man they're just trying <laughs> to get a job the riddler's hired them <laughs> <laughs> On the, uh, that's honest work mate it's honest work <laughs>
0: How could no one work out where the bad guy's layer was? It's the guy that looks like a massive shredder. Like, sh-
2: what, because like, of the giant not- fucking <laughs> island that has suddenly appeared outside of Gotham City and has huge green beams coming from it? The thing that looks like a
0: blender. <laughs> 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 so, I, I,
2: I'm saying I love this film and I'm, I'm more than happy to talk its flaws because I just love how Two-Faced agrees to be his like accomplice because he shows him a rod that attaches to people's heads so they can watch TV together he
0: invented 3D he,
2: he's blown away by that and he thinks yeah this is evil as fuck
1: dude
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great idea apart from the whole having your memories and um, your intelligence being out
1: lobotomized. Out
0: yeah also how, how is Tommy Lee Jones in this film dating Drew Barrymore why is Drew Barrymore in this film <laughs> <laughs> she needed a job she did need a job did she in 95? When was Scream? I don't know.
1: This is probably when she was like, just started to break out, wasn't it? She when broke did the out in E.T. That out? was like
0: 75 or yeah, whatever.
1: She was, was six though, wasn't she? Like...
2: <laughs> when did the wedding singer come out? Because that's like my first experience with Drew Barrymore. I think
1: singer was 98. Scream was the year after Batman Forever.
2: See, this is the film that launched her then. Batman mm. Forever launched her career.
1: <laughs> Such a bizarre. Although she was not Donnie yeah. Darko.
0: Yeah, Donny Darko's oh, w- yeah. Donny Darko's well after this. That's like 2003. two thousand
1: Oh good point, yeah, ignore that. I thought I don't know why I thought that was before Baron Wow.
2: <laughs> no. 90s <laughs> Cinema wasn't ready for
1: that. It yet. really was not.
0: If yeah, Nineties Cinema was... some of the films are something else. This is why you should watch Congo. And this is why we should <laughs> we should do Congo next. Um <laughs> i don't think it's aged particularly well but i can see like i said earlier kids are going to love it if you want to introduce your kids to batman i think this is where you should start because mm-hmm. you don't need to know what happened in batman when batman returns know, in no, fact no, no. I, didn't they change how his parents died in this one i was a bit confused why didn't they just not have, uh... jack, have jack nicholson shooting him
2: why did they i think it's the same origin i just don't think they'd go into the specifics as much about it but they could have just had a they could use the same footage no it's a different it's a different tone of film Dave they're trying to sell toys <gasps> I'm so confused <laughs> kids want to buy a red diary <laughs> Right, that gets talked about four times
1: what are the chances that in Flashpoint we revisit Kilmer and Clooney
0: don't do that to me <laughs> I w- well Kilmer, looks, I know, ra- Kilmer I looks very different now he uh, does.
1: Oh my god, he does actually. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, he's,
0: that's, and that's just unfortunate
2: because he does have quite a few health problems at the moment. Exactly, unfortunately,
0: because yeah. in this he is a good-looking man. He um
2: he, he is a good-looking dude. He is. He has the Bruce Wayne look. He, mm, he has. Not anything else?
1: Yeah,
2: his hair is very quaffed.
0: Obviously, <laughs> obviously, Clooney could still do it. Could still be um, mm. Bruce Wayne. But, Are you
2: saying you want bat nipples back in the DCEU
0: Honestly, <laughs> there's not a lot for me that's going well in the DCU. So, um,
1: <laughs>
0: yes. You're saying you want Arnie to come back?
1: Oh,
0: my God. Oh, God.
2: I think he'd do it. It's I mean, he's definitely he, going to be a joke. If him, they man. pay him to be in the expendables for like 15 minutes, Yeah. I, a, think
1: he, I think he'd be up for it. An ancient Mr. Freeze. Yeah. That is another conversation. Now,
2: though. <laughs> I mean, I'm do uh, my and Doomer Furman. That's another conversation.
0: It was a special time to be alive, listeners, to watching these when <laughs> these came out in cinema, because, I guess this was so good, so much. This was, this is, I still stand by this. It is a lot of fun. Um, it
2: is. I had like flaws and like, all, all this is a like yeah. really entertaining film. Yeah. It
0: doesn't. It doesn't deserve the five point four. What would you? What would you give it? it now, Sam. Sam, you go first.
2: I think I think it's like a, a solid four to be honest. It, four. It's entertaining. Out, I think it's a four out of ten. Out of out of five. Out of out five. five. Out of
0: four stars. Oh God! Two. I was like, you've gone down on IMDb. <laughs> no,
2: four four stars out of five. I I think it's a solid entertaining movie. It's not too long. It it is fun and it's got enough of kind of the Batman like lore to be appreciative of. Obviously, there's some problems with it, but I just I just think it's a solid nineties blockbuster. It
0: yeah. really is. It's very nineties. In 25 years will we still say the same thing about it or would you do you reckon
2: Uh I don't know the the landscape of superhero movies is changing all the time It's so different
0: now yeah Oh my god yeah Race what would you give it because you're a little bit
1: Yeah I think 5.4 is probably fair <laughs> I'm, like having I mean, having this conversation I might bump it up to like a 5.6 if I'm feeling generous <laughs>
0: Give it an extra star, just for seal. Kiss from a rose. I mean, to be
1: fair, if you're talking "kiss from a rose," the best version of that is the one from Community. So, before we
3: even have the conversation, yeah. So that was a good one.
0: I <laughs> would give it out, out of five. Uh, sorry, out of five stars, whatever the jump cast or jump cut, I would give it a three, three and a half. I still still love it. Um, mm, but, I'd give it a three, but I've seen a lot more flaws. I've... I've it's opened my eyes, and I've got it on. I watched it on Blu-ray. It still looks good. It's good.
2: It does look good on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's um, really good.
0: It's and Joe Joel, Joel Schumacher, like I said, uh, God rest his soul. It, it, I think he did a a great job. He definitely made the film mm. he wanted to make. Um, yeah, yeah.
2: it I, is I feel shamelessly like, his. Yeah, I feel like this film is more the film he wanted to make than Batman and Robin. Yes. Mm. I feel like Batman and Robin is a reaction to kind of like not necessarily the previous film, but more so like merchandising and stuff yeah. like that.
0: I th- yeah, another think I pointed Batman and Robin. I don't think Batman was that that was um, popular. Like I said, this didn't make huge amount of money. Well, I suppose two hundred seventy three million is quite a lot of money. Um, but when it was, when the budget it was a hundred million,
2: mm. plus marketing as well.
0: Yeah. I, I think most of that would probably gone to the actors. I can't imagine mm. Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Jim Carrey, Val Kilmer.
2: Well, I could imagine Jim Carrey's fee being quite high at the time because he was like really in demand.
0: Yes, massive in demand. Uh, I think I see a lot. I know I'm going to talk about Sonic. I see a lot <laughs> of uh, him, because oh, it is the same person, but the Riddler in the Sonic character. The Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, he's definitely channeling mm. it in, in the Sonic sick. film. Yeah. I, and I think that's why I enjoyed Sonic quite a lot, to be honest.
1: Um, Sonic was okay.
2: It was a motion picture. Mm.
0: It
1: was not <laughs> as good as Pikachu, but like that wasn't <laughs> that good either.
0: Well, yeah.
2: I enjoy- don't even get me started on the ending of Detective Pikachu. Oh, dear.
1: That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> don't. Don't. Can we, before we finish on Bioethro, we quickly address... The screenwriter's life and times, God, because he has made some shit.
0: Who's a screenwriter?
1: <laughs> so it's a man named Akiva Goldsman.
0: Oh, um, okay. And yes,
1: like in his defense, he is responsible for some of my favorite TV ever because he wrote a lot of Fringe. Did you watch Fringe? Fringe is great. Fringe, Fringe is was great. amazing. But the films he's written, so he wrote Batman Forever and Batman Robin. He wrote Lost oh. in Space. He oh. wrote iRobot he Ooh. wrote um i'm uh Dimitri code and angel and demons he wrote the story of transformers last night he wrote the dark tower from the other year <laughs> but then he also was nominated for best screenplay for a beautiful mind so he's had a career isn't he he's
2: paying the bills yeah he's <laughs> he's,
0: got, he's got away with it i'm surprised they <laughs> asked him back for batman and robin mm uh cuz this is not well written
1: because it wasn't it wasn't just him that wrote Batman and Robin. It was like three people. It was mm. Lee Batchelor, Janet Scott Batchelor, and Akiva Goldman. I think Goldman was probably like the rewrites kind of guy. Like he tightened up the script that the other two had kind of thing.
0: The other yeah. two sound like they're a married couple. So yeah. you're the third wheel in that conversation, aren't you? <laughs> you're always going to get vo- voted out. Yeah. So no, I'd love to see a uh, sequel to Lost in Space, but I don't think that's going to happen now. Um oh, God. I haven't seen the TV series
3: either. So. No, the other way.
0: But yeah, so we all basically by the end of the talking about this, we all, all enjoyed it. Even Reese,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I do have good memories of it, and it's it is it is a fun watch. But I think it's a film that I would revisit when you want to have a laugh with your mates rather than watch it.
3: Yeah. Seriously.
0: Mm. Would you uh, recommend it to people who haven't seen it? I'm not just talking to yes. kids. I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about people in their, like, between 20 and 40. Like, I think... think,
2: yes, depending on the person. Because
0: hmm. I, I, I massively think this is one of those films that if you hadn't seen when you were young, then there's no there's nothing here for you.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that's, like, a lot of why what we've talked about is what we've got from it. And you mentioned earlier, like... Will we still think about it the same way in twenty five years time? Like maybe, but I don't think people who saw it when we did, or in that kind of time window, we would appreciate it the same way.
0: Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting seeing ever because the Riddler hasn't been played by anyone else since Jim. No, Carey. which mm. is crazy. I um, can't
1: wait. Still, I mentioned it earlier, but that is the casting of a lifetime for me. Paul Dano is going to inspired oh, casting. Yeah. I can't wait to see that
3: Yeah,
0: we've had a good Two Face since then. Aaron car. Well, he's a, yeah. he played it differently.
1: He, put, um, he, I think he was a better Harvey Dent than he was a Two Face. Yeah. Yes, he's not
2: really Two faced that no. much. I mean, I mean, obviously, aesthetically he is, but the character, I don't think he really no delves into it that much in
0: Dark Knight. Yeah. Well, hope you enjoyed our discussion. The 25th anniversary. Uh, happy birthday, Batman Forever. <laughs>
3: happy birthday. <laughs> Blow
0: out the candles and all that. Treat dust. himself some drive through. Yeah, go get that drive through. He's
1: 25. Yeah. No, he, he can rent a car and drive through now.
0: Maybe that
2: Alfred's going to make him a stacked burger. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>
1: we didn't.
0: Have we ranked our, uh, Alfred's? Because Michael. Got... I think
2: we did that on the Battle Begins yeah. episode.
0: This guy is. I like him, but.
1: My so quite... only choice is Michael Kane,
0: to be honest. Oh, I, just, well, I,
3: really, then... I really like Michael
1: Yeah.
0: But Michael Caine is, is, is brilliant. So
1: okay. Off, I just want to make a random um, recommendation. There's a video that went viral on Twitter yesterday of a man doing the Michael Caine Never from Batman Begins. <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've seen That's for so a long it. time. It's I so good. It. If you can
0: find that, I recommend it. Is Never? No. Never. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen It's it. so good. It's so good. I can't join him. Can in. we
2: get a chair on, sit, Christopher? Never.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is that all about? Oh God, that's.
2: I don't. I don't think it's real. Neither I think do it's I. just people need news. It's hard times at the minute for news. People
0: <laughs> yeah. need to sit down once in a while, for fuck's sake.
2: There's there's surely health and safety, um, like obligations that would come into play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but that's
2: that's an that's an entirely different story for another time.
0: Yeah, sorry, people went off. Happy birthday, Batman, forever. And <laughs> uh, enjoy your time and your day. And hope I know a lot of other people have been watching it, so get in touch. Let us know if you still think it is um, a great film or not.
2: Yeah, I'm really glad, that actually. like, It's unfortunate that Joel Schumacher has passed away, but I yeah. think in the last couple of weeks, there's been like a kind of newfound appreciation for... Not just Batman Forever, but a lot of his films because he has made some like oh. cracking movies like Falling Down and Phone Booth. Phone Booth is L- what I was going to say. Lost Boys, Lost Boys as well, the most obvious one.
0: My, he's made some great films. My wife makes me watch Phantom of the Opera at least once a year now as well, and that's mm. Joel Schrodinger. <laughs> so, is that Jared Butler? Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fans, of the, they might be happy. But yeah, it is a shame. and um, yeah, enjoy- Go watch his films because he's done some good ones he really has yeah he's definitely uh, a filmmaker to uh jump into luckily on this podcast we have the patreon host special patreon host so do you want to sell yourself race a little bit and what you do and
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so over on the jump cut patreon uh i have started a series of exclusive podcasts that are made for and soon as a hint there by patreon subscribers um So we've done one episode so far and it was all about Inception where myself, Corey, and one of our Patreon subscribers, uh, Ryan, uh, we all uh, discussed Inception and the ending of Inception and all sorts of it. It got a very nice reaction. I was very pleased with them how that uh, went down. Um, So if you want to get involved in that action, please go to our Patreon to find out more because one that I am just developing at the minute that I'm going to record hopefully in the next couple of weeks will feature Sam. Um, and I am extremely <laughs> excited for it. Um oh, I'm so glad I got in there to be yeah, on that one. I don't want to say what it is because I think I want it to be a surprise. But it is just, uh, it is a
0: surprise, and I'm just gonna say <laughs> is, I would have been very much like Reese's on this episode.
1: <laughs> we'll we can address that when we get to. it but yeah, if that is if that sounds like something that you want to get involved in, it's gonna be a lot. Of and fun. This, there's also loads of other stuff on the patreon to that is you know a nice incentive for you to subscribe. Please do that. Thanks for the minute to sell myself there. That's all right. That's,
0: you're welcome. We have got three different tiers, uh, so you can pay as little or as much as you want. They're all named after Ryan Gosling. Uh, it all supports what we do: uh, jump cuts and jump cut online and jump cut play, which uh, Sam is involved in massively now, which is moving mm-hmm. along very nicely. Um, Thank you very much. You're welcome. And if you if you're a higher subscriber of Patreon, you get your name written out uh, read out by. Moi, or one of the other hosts, so here we go. Thank you very much, in particular, to Chris Wilson, Let There Be Light Productions, Zoe Baines, Daryl Griffins, S- Sam Luke or Luck, sorry, mate, Wallace Smith, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Hodgkins, Nicola Pott, and Anne, Andy Merkin. Um, we get we're getting more names, so this is great because this is getting longer every week. So, thank you to them. <laughs> sorry that I, I can't pronounce names, but you know,
1: yeah. The... Oh, months ago, I pitched an article to um, our editor, Corey, and it was meant to go out alongside A Quiet Place too. but obviously that got pushed back because of Corona. Um, mm. And we released it last week, and I wrote a bit of a personal editorial about disability in film and how that's represented. And I have been absolutely blown away by how that was taken and responded to. Mm. And, like, it went, not I don't want to say viral, but it had lots of hits and lots, I had lots of people talking about it, which is really nice um so if you want to go and find that it is on the jump cut online website um i think it's on the top homepage right now um it it's is. called nemo's lucky fin and um yeah if you want to read that please do so thank you very much
0: you're welcome should we mention the jump cut uh marathons uh and yeah what? indeed sam obviously you because i've gotten everything about it
3: uh,
2: uh Yeah, at the minute, everybody's been doing kind of different marathons and different kind of challenges. We're raising money for Black Lives Matter and the Trussell Trust, which are two very important things at the minute. Obviously, Black Lives Matter are raising the way they distribute the funds that you raise for them is through all sorts of different kind of causes, being legal help and bond and stuff like that. And the Trussell Trust are helping families all across the UK at the minute with food banks and donations in that way among the kind of covid situation that we're going through so i think we're doing i think i think at the minute have we just we've ne- we're nearly there we i think are we're nearly there, at the 3000 yeah. pound target which is
0: just it's insane
2: incredible <laughs> yeah so so many amazing messages and shares and tweets about it as well um jacob at the minute right now is continuing his kind of one horror movie for a month because uh, he's a big wimp. We are movies. I'm going to keep <laughs> shaming him for it. But he's a big wimp. Uh, he, he's doing that. There's all sorts still to come till right into like next
0: week. I think. Yeah, when I think it we've ends, got, the week it, after maybe. Two more weeks, I believe of it. So yeah, so much stuff. Hopefully, we're going above and beyond. Um, we're also our first online magazine still out. Uh, it is still available to buy. Uh, preparation for volume two or chapter two, whatever you guys are going to call it. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Uh, is uh, we're going ahead so some a lot of good stuff in that uh i'm not quite sure where this episode's going to place in number wise uh but sarah's still doing her disney countdown
2: she is got another episode of those of that going out on Friday, so they're they're still scheduled every Friday. Alongside your main jumpcast episode, you'll get a bonus one from Sarah's ongoing Disney series. She is
0: committed to the cause now. She, is. she really is. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Audrey is still pushing on with her decade uh, decade definers.
2: She is indeed. They've just uh done the 1950s episode which i edited over the weekend and again as always some great recommendations and tidbits about that kind of era yeah um i believe i might be on one of them in the future <laughs> i I can't remember which one i said i think it was the 70s one and i i also believe that another welshman from jump cut might be joining me oh, on wow. that podcast hopefully it's not me. We'll see. It's, uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> how many, it's not Rhys. How many have we got? Um, I think be, yeah, that should be a good one. Uh, I'd like to be in the 90s, just so I can talk about Batman I'm on the 90s one. And I'm Congo. On one. Talk about Congo. <laughs> <laughs> I will look into it. That is all from us. Uh, thank you, Sam, for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me. It's been great to talk about a 90s classic. Right. And it is a classic. Is a... Let's agree on that. It is a
0: classic. Uh, thank you Rhys. Uh...
1: Anytime. I enjoyed that a lot and I enjoyed revisiting that film. Uh, Even I... though I probably was not more negative than I, <laughs> I expected it to be. That's I fine. did enjoy it.
2: I hope the people have us back for Batman <laughs> and Robin. Yeah.
1: If you
0: want it, we'll do it. Um... A thousand likes we'll do Batman and Robin. <laughs> 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 yeah. That'd be good to try and get that viral. Uh mm. but yeah, that's thank you from me. Um see you all on the other side. Uh Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. bye.